you've joined Pathways to Resilience, the podcast where real people share real stories, helping us build our playbook toward resilience. And now, here's the host of the show, Melissa Santos. Welcome back. I am really excited. I love doing these what we're calling mini-sodes inside CS, where um, I have the opportunity to talk with colleagues um, uh, that work for Community Solutions about the work that we do um, and how it relates to resilience. Um, Today, I am joined by um, a dear colleague, um, Terry Barstow, um, who uh, I'm just have really connected with, um, and we've and we've connected um, several times uh, just through her being able to share more about herself. And I'm excited for you to be able to hear a little bit about her today. So, welcome, Terry. Thanks for having me. Glad I appreciate have you. you having me here. Yeah. So, Terry, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about? who you are, and what your role is at Community Solutions. Hmm. Um, uh, well, Terry Barstow, I am a mother of six and gra- grandmother of 11. Um, I have a little tribe of myself. Uh, <laughs> I am a, a case manager here at Community Solutions. Um, and Tell us a little bit about what that is. What is a case manager in our world? So case manager basically helps the client in their everyday life on things that they do uh, to help motivate them in, you know, um, just doing the basic day-to-day, going to school, um, going into college, uh, getting a job, uh, you know, just things that we take for granted that you feel like you should know and don't. <laughs> right, right. So just doing everyday stuff. Yeah. So it really complements um, oftentimes clients that come to Community Solutions will have a therapist that's working on sort of the clinical side of, of mental health or substance abuse treatment. And then someone like Terry, who's a case manager, that's really, I kind of see like as the support coach, cheerleader, mm-hmm. Um helping to, like you said, do those daily living activities um, that can be challenging and that people who have been suffering um, from trauma may have been really disconnected from um, taking meds, going to the doctors, getting outside, right? All of those things. And how long have you been in the field, Terry? Oosh, uh, about uh, 27 years now. It's been a while. Yeah. So you touched a lot of lives. I I like to think. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So Terry, how do you identify um, as far as your native culture Mm. or just your, or culture in general? Oh, um, guess to be appropriate. um, uh, My pronouns are hers and Aya um, was raised Mexican and went into my native roots as I got older um felt kind of lost about the whole native thing at a young age because my aunts and uncles were raised Mexican um they did talk about their native um families but it was more like 
oh yeah grandpa was you know called crazy horse the native that was always drinking all the time and stuff and that's about the most i had heard about it and every time i would try and ask they're, oh miha that was so long ago and they just wouldn't get into it um and i think it's just kind of a matter of acceptance of society they're laborers they're workers they they worked in the fields and they they just survived and so as I got older, I wanted to know more about it and got connected. So uh, that um, really was um, enlightening on some of the things that, you know, kind of helped me on how I wanted to be, you know, as a person, uh, spiritual, um, my spirituality mm-hmm. um, and just knowing a lot of the old traditions was really mm-hmm. rewarding. I loved it. Was that so I actually... Um in a previous episode spoke to someone, actually the name of the episode was connection to culture. And um, she talked to us about uh, really, we talked about the colonization of native Americans and really the stripping of culture um, Mm -hmm. really so that (laughs) we would forget. (laughs) Um, How much do you think that played a part of, you and your family not really talking about that or knowing much about that in your growing up years? Oh, I think it would up, 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 uh, impacted us a lot. Um, we were, you know, told to forget our names. We were, you know, where <sighs> our hair was cut, mm-hmm. made to go to our language taken. Mm-hmm. And we had to believe a certain way. Mm-hmm. We had to, um, you know, um, if we didn't, um, we were stripped from our families. You know, kids were taken from their families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that still brings up emotion, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I just, thanks for being here to talk about it, because I think especially... We wanted to make sure we snuck you in during Native American Heritage Month because it's more than just the words. It's, I think, something that people, um, we don't learn. It continues to be stripped away. Um, And so how did you, as you got older and did learn more about um, your Native roots and your Native culture, how has that, how has that impacted you? Um, it brought a new community. Um, a, um, I know they like to say, you know, it takes a tribe, you know, sometimes, yeah. but yeah. it's definitely a bigger family. Uh, it's more of a, a family uh, community um, that comes together and works together to help each other out on a variety of different ways. Um, I feel that it's brought me closer in my spirituality to God mm-hmm. and, um, in a different way that, um, you know, I didn't feel connected before, Mm -hmm. um, definitely, um, helped me understand, um, clients at work when they feel that lost feeling like they didn't get connected and they feel ashamed of themselves Mm -hmm. to help give them a sense of pride of who they are as a person is pretty, um, intense, but, yeah. Really rewarding. So how does it show up in your life now? I mean, it was so beautiful recently. Um, Terry, you and others uh, brought 
um, so much to our organization, your native dress, your native foods, your native music and traditions um, in such a beautiful way. Um, how, how, I guess, how does that show up in your, in your work when you talk about clients? Um, mm. So we talk about wellness and recovery, right? That we create paths to wellness and recovery for people. And when we're not talking about this deep part of our identities, which is culture, um, we're kind of missing something, right? So how does this show up in all your years, right? Of supporting so many people. Um, well, for some, you know, clients that, um, well, because people I'm pretty, as you know, um, (laughs) I'm pretty easily read as a book. I share a lot about myself Mm -hmm. with others and my colleagues know me fairly well. And so as soon as they hear about, oh, that person's native, let's connect them to Terry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'll teach them part of their traditions on, you know, and help them. Um, of course, obviously, they, that's what they want, right. you know, right. Right. and, you know, take them to powwows and um, share that side of them that they didn't even realize was part of them. And to see their their eyes just light up and be like, wow, I'm a part of this community. This is where I belong. And I remember helping a a client, helping to make a fan. He was gifted um, a uh, red tail hawk wing and um, he didn't know how to put it together. And so we, we did that together and, and smudged it. And he was like, okay, I got that start. Now I need the rest of the regalia. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just the thought of being able to be introduced into the community. And there are different uh, programs as well, geared to our, our youth um, to help them, you know, um, go into the, um, you know, be kind of brought into the native culture, in a sense. Um Definitely, as I was talking about the Red Road, it's that's in in uh, linked with um, well because of the fact that alcoholism and drugs do mm-hmm. do um, uh, find themselves a lot in um, uh, the reservations and whatnot. Um, uh, you know, they 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 go back to the points where you know native lands were being you know talked about with treaties and such, and how. Um, they would tr- trade fire water for things and, you know, people got addicted to that. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I, I know that, you know, there's a certain, you know, putting down the bottle, but I, I think if they hadn't been introduced to it, it would have helped us out a lot better, but yeah. um, because they were oppressed, they, they chose that path. And so it's been very, um, uh well practice of the red road to stay sober mm-hmm. and not do those things because of what had happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, and- we know, right. That addiction, alcoholism, substance use disorders, whatever you want to call, you know, different terms, all mm-hmm. of it really is coping with yes. trauma. Yes. And when you have a group of people, a, a commute, a large community of people um, who were, who experienced such historical and cultural trauma. And then that was pretty well orchestrated as a way for them to cope because it was used to control. Um, Yes. 
then that's what we see. I think it's that's another part, important piece of things is to understand how those kinds of things end up passing generation to generation and how people like you um, are, and, uh, and so many others within tribal communities are trying to shift that right. um, and create paths to wellness. Exactly. Um, yeah. And healthy connection to culture. Exactly. Um, I definitely um, I went, the last power I went to was the honoring of elders this past summer. Um, it's one of my favorites because it's not commercialized. And that's where I came out uh, native in my new regalia at the time um, and was linked to um, a few, you know, a, a program to, to help young people just to stay in that path. So hope to use that within our um, community solutions as well mm-hmm. as a support to our young people who, you know, need to that guidance, mm-hmm. you know. That guidance, and as you said, that connection, as you were talking about that sort of missing part of ourselves, I was thinking about how many people can relate. I mean, we see things all the time, certainly commercialized, but on TV of like finding your lost sister or how many people are now taking 23andMe, you know, all these DNA tests to find out who they are. Um, And, you know, for some of us, for some of us, maybe we're finding out things about ourselves we didn't know. For many of us, we've had the privilege to, to know um, our heritage, um, or at least pieces of it. Um, and, but yet, to, to think about, again, entire groups of, of Native people, much like your own experience, where um, you just didn't know, because it was um, stolen. Right. And, um, and, and just the importance of coming back to that, mm-hmm. to that missing piece of yourself. How, how is it, um, I don't know, how does it show up in your day-to-day life now? Um, honestly, um, I would say it shows up um, when I'm struggling, you know, um, I'll burn some sage or I'll, uh, reach out to an elder in the community. Um, we meditate, we pray, you know. Um, I still, um, you're saying in the day-to-day, uh, you know, it's like when things come up, um, family members get sick or whatnot, we do a prayer, you know, or we do ceremony uh, for different things that happen to help either celebrate or mourn, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that would be the more spiritual side of me. It -hmm. comes out more these days than Mm -hmm. the actual, um, dancing. I'm older now. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I don't dance as much, although I don't mind going out and just, you know, kind of going around in the the first round to just honor all my relations, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I just, uh, like I said, it's more on a spiritual, it's more on a teaching side um, of me. I feel that it comes out when I'm with my clients. I apologize for my phone. Good. <laughs> uh, <It> never stops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, um, I, I know that with my clients, you know, um, 
you know, when we're, we're talking about meditation and we're talking about, you know, spirituality, if, if that's what they bring up, you know, help guide them on, you know, what path that they want, you know, and it just, it's, it's like, it's just comes natural. It's, it's like eating a cheeseburger, but it's just, <laughs> this is right, the way I do it, right, you know, right. Right. Uh, but uh, it was funny. I remember one time I went to a school, I was um, showed up in my regalia and, um, and we were, um, John and I were um, showing the friendship dance and, you know, teaching the youngsters and they were little, they were little kids, mm-hmm. they were like elementary students. And one kid, you know, came up to me and they looked up to me and so eyes of wonder, you know, innocence mm-hmm. looking up at me and they're like, wow, you're real Native American. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, honey, yeah. I'm all, you wouldn't have recognized that if, unless I was wearing a right. yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, you're so sweet, you know, and um, I just patted him on the head and, you know, it came to the realization of we're all just people, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, I wish that we would uh, all appreciate everything that there is because everybody can get benefit from anything in anybody's culture. It's so true. You know, and why, why is it that we are so challenged to not embrace it Mm -hmm. instead of reject it? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Right. It is beautiful rather than judging it or Mm -hmm. mocking it or questioning it just embracing it and seeing what what is it that we can pull from it absolutely yeah in a positive way I I mean I had a client who was talking about you know uh, her spirituality and we're talking you know she was wanting to do tattoos and wanting to make it um I'm always that like a doesn't that animal mean something to you I mean there's you know um animal spirits and stuff like that and she's all animal spirits what are you talking about you know and I told her about the totems and, and, you know, the, the mother and father spirit and whatnot. And, and she was like, wow, can you tell me what mine are? You no, know, she was telling me she didn't want to do that. She didn't want to disrespect. And I'm oh, like, you know, gotcha. my, my elder told me if a young person comes to you and asks you a question, you teach, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter your blood or your, you teach, mm-hmm. you know, if they're coming true to heart from their heart and wanting to know something you teach, don't hold back. And, and so I, I told her that I go, if my elder, my medicine woman told me that I feel perfectly fine in teaching you about it. If that's mm-hmm. what you want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a beautiful way to look at, as you said, anything around mm-hmm. lessons that get passed down. And mm-hmm. um, I, I have personally just gotten such a connection to medicine as and sage and smudging, just that, just the ritual of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it feels um, so sacred. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the part that I get drawn to around the Native American culture is just the um the connection to ancestors that goes so far back that it just feels I don't know there's just like this really deep feeling if I hear someone like you singing a prayer or I'm among people who are smudging or in some sort of ceremony or just in circle um 
there's just so much reverence and respect for, um, for everyone that's in that circle (laughs) that's coming there for the right reasons and with an open heart. Um, and as you said, if we could all just be giving that to one another, especially in these times, um, and what a gift you are to be, to be bringing that level of care and, um, just sort of nurturing, holistic nurturing to the people that, that, that you serve. It's funny that you say that because um, I was named, uh, given a, a native name a long time ago. Uh, and um, it's not something that we normally like share so much when you're gifted a name, but I, I always share it because I feel like it, it was given to me prior to getting into this field mm. and um, and it's one who gathers roots. Mm. And the reason why it was called that was because they said you're a healer of the mind. Mm. And I don't know if call it play of suggestion, you know, or whatever, yeah. or when it comes natural or whatnot or what the, you know, my teacher gifted me as a name, but uh Um, I ended up getting in this field and I really feel that it portrays what I do every day I come to work. Absolutely. You know, so powerful. That's I'm pretty proud of that. You know, you should be. So, so the name of the podcast is pathways to resilience at the end of each episode. I ask people um, what resilience means to them. I think for you, I'd specifically like just to have you, share think about and share what how do you think this idea of gathering roots I love that of supporting people in gathering their roots how how is that so important to people being able to tap into their resilience yeah well it's good medicine the roots when you think of a medicine man and they are or woman getting uh, a mixture together for healing purposes on the body just physically they gather the roots and herbs and, and treatment and they gather it together and they mash it together and then they apply it. Right. But it, what he told me was I was the healer of mind. So I'm gathering, gathering the roots of mm. basically to heal the mind. Mm. Yeah. And all those things are within people. Yep. Right. You're not, you're not, uh, we don't come to people and give them new stuff maybe just new thoughts. It's really gathering what is already within. Exactly. And bringing it all together for people. Yeah. Oh, that is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. All their strengths, all their resources, all their, their, their supports, everything, but bring it together and help them heal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I so appreciate you, Terry, and um, appreciate you joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thanks for all that you do to support um, our community in really being able to strengthen their, strengthen their roots and strengthen their lives. Um, it's a really important work that you do every day. I think so. Yeah. I'll do it until creator takes me. <laughs> you may have stopped dancing all the way, but you're not going to stop this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Terry. Appreciate it. All right, then. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye.
thanks for joining Pathways to Resilience, an initiative of Community Solutions. For more information, visit us at www.communitysolutions.org.